folks, um, thank you for joining us. This You've joined um, well a community fabric uh, conversation where today what we're going to be talking about is networking um, in a multi-cloud world. Now, conventional wisdom might state that as more and more of our applications and our services become cloud-based, so the need to understand the network over which they're delivered decreases. But is that really true? My name is Darren Falwell. I'm a product evangelist for IP Fabric. Um, I'll be quizzing my illustrious guest here about that topic over the next uh, half an hour or so. But uh, So feel free to share comments and questions. We'll do our best to either answer them during the live stream or afterwards on LinkedIn. Um, but my guest, who is a bit of a legend in the Azure networking space, even though he smiles every time I say that, um, Jose, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Darren. So um, yeah, let me introduce um, uh, about uh, about my career, who I am. So Jose Moreno is my name, originally born and raised in Spain, but living in Germany for the last uh, 22 years. <laughs> um, I, I started my career as a data center network engineer in a, in a mission critical data center. So I still remember the times where the, the managers are looking over your shoulder and you are <laughs> typing uh, iOS commands like crazy because the clock is ticking and the SLAs are counting. After uh, a while, got my uh, CCIE, my CCD, my CCIE at the time I moved on to, to Cisco, uh, working on, on uh, still working on data center networking. Um, uh, for the ones uh, still remembering the, the the CSS or the CSM module for the 65k, oh, 6500. Remember yeah. them well. Remember them well. Yeah, uh, the the one optimization engine uh, um, doing um, uh, doing uh, UCS when it uh, it uh, it came out. After that, I, I that, that was my my entry point to to server technologies like VMware or, sure. or OpenStack. Then I moved over to to the ACI. Uh, um, world um, um, application-centric infrastructure. I, I almost said Azure Container Instance. Uh, <laughs> I control myself. And um, yeah, there I, I had the honor and privilege of, of writing a book with my dear friend uh, Frank Dagenhart on, on on deploying ACI for Cisco Press. And after that, I moved over to Microsoft, where I've been in the last uh, five and a half years now, uh, doing mostly. Uh, cloud networking. I started in in, uh, in the partner organization, and now I am helping customers that uh, encounter technical challenges when moving to cloud. Fantastic, thank you. I mean, you know, very very eminent, and and um, I know you talk about ACI and and everything, and so you've you've watched things, I guess, move from that sort of traditional networking through a through through the controller through the the sort of cloud esque. Um, view of, of an on-premises network infrastructure into, and as you say, you're working in, in full full cloud now. But why do you think cloud has become a particularly important way of delivering applications now? Is, is there a particular reason, do you think? Uh, I'm not sure if there's a particular reason. I can tell you most of the customers I work with, um, it, it used to be a question they, they asked themselves: uh, Should we cloud? Should we go to cloud? Should we? Shouldn't we go to cloud? We are having that conversation less and less. It, it's it's becoming more a no brain uh, a no brainer. Okay. Uh, and I think it's it's um, uh, mostly uh, a financial and, and risk uh, uh, reason rather than technical. Right. Okay. Uh, moving from a capex uh, to an opex model. Uh, sh uh, sharing risks with with the cloud provider so that you don't have to do everything yourself, uh, especially in this world 
where uh, IT is getting so complex and, and especially security is getting so so integrate intricate. Um, I, I see those being the primary two reasons, at least for the customers I work with, why why they decide to move to cloud. And I suppose the other the other side of that is is the um, things like agility and stuff are, are different, right? In a in a in a cloud model as opposed to to on prem. I mean, what what sort of what do you see as 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 the sort of technical drivers? I suppose. Um, yeah, exactly, and and uh, so the the what I mentioned earlier that you go from a a, a capex to an opex model, it, it mm. has that those implications as well because suddenly you can deploy whenever you want and you can create stuff whenever you want, which means you can delete stuff whenever you want. So <laughs> sizing, uh, exactly, sizing is is on one side a, a more um, refined exercise because you are continuously right sizing, uh, which might be up or down. Um, uh, as well as uh, role-based fax control is, is critical because um, you cannot accidentally delete a router on-prem. Uh, right? yeah. uh, but in, 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 in cloud, you could, well, I don't know if easily, but you could, uh, if you put some effort into it, you could delete the whole infrastructure of your company in one go. Um, so, so, so yeah, I there are some what, very, go ahead. I suppose what you're talking about is consumption, right? Is 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 building, being able to, to create resource as and when you need it in a consumable way so that so that you you're not you're not i guess you're not thinking necessarily about i need to spin up um some infrastructure to support this thing i just go and sub create this thing and and the infrastructure is is built around it in order to deliver it is that fair that's exactly correct that's exactly right. correct so so uh, one difference i was uh, i i see in the way we, we we used to do automation in the network and the way that I see automation being done in cloud is in, in, in the network, we still had our silos, right? And uh, I had my networking tasks that I, I, I did automate, but uh, we were not breaking those silos. In, instead, in cloud, it's like this application is going to be deployed programmatically. And I don't care what infrastructure we need for that, but I want that infrastructure to be uh, deployed at the same time. Right. So it's this like is, bringing everything along. Yeah, this is what I meant about the cons consumption thing, I suppose. You're not having to say, oh, I need to configure this port to do this thing. I need to create this VLAN and trunk it from here to here and blah, blah, blah. What you're saying is spin me this thing up on this IP address and, and give me the connectivity I need to make that happen. And and the stuff happens under the hood, I suppose. And and it, it makes, me, makes me smile, the network automation thing. Obviously... What we're trying to do now with network automation, in my view, maybe I'm, I'm not getting this quite right, but I think is is really just do things faster uh, and more consistently, but ultimately the same things that we've always done, right? So it's like, give me this VLAN, right? Okay, well, I'll lo log into all of these devices and create this VLAN on all these devices, but it's still configuration in lots of places. So what you're doing is just, just being consistent and doing it quickly. Whereas something like um, what you've just described is having to hit multiple different things in order to deliver a service. And so it's more, it's almost orchestration rather than, than, than task automation as such. But, um, but the outcome is a consumable service, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely, Darren, you, you got it. And uh, th there is one additional uh, subtlety, um, which is the, the cloud offers you a single API. 
So in, in the on-premises world, we, we talk about orchestration because you orchestrate those different worlds, right? Um, I bring up the VM, I bring up the network, I bring up yeah. the application and everything has to happen together. However, in, 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 in the cloud, there's one single API to manage all those elements. I use the same REST API for bringing up my VNet or my virtual network or my v virtual machine or my Kubernetes cluster. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of forcing everybody to to work uh, merrily together, right? Instead of <laughs> uh, patching, uh, 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 bringing a patchwork of of scripts uh, uh, in in the same process. Yeah. So, as you say, breaking down silos, right? Because you're not having to go to different people in order to bring the service up. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. So, so this is interesting. So, in that case, we don't. We, we can basically leave this to to um, someone who wants to bring the service up can just do what they need to do. They don't need to understand networking, right? Because ultimately, the, the, the service does that for them. Is you know that that's what? Why do I care then anything at all about how networking works? And you're smiling now, so I know that that's like, that I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm prodding a little bit. But uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh... I'm not sure if this is different. Like um, ma many people on premises as well tend to, and when I say people, I I I, I typically mean application folks. Typically, um, don't necessarily diminish the value of networking, but take networking as a given. Yeah. And and uh, and in 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 cloud, uh, it's no different, right? Uh, like yeah, I mean of course I'm going to deploy an application and it's going to work. However, uh, are are you sure that? That application is going to be connected to the users in your in your network, or what happens uh, with uh, user public users coming uh, over the public internet around the world? Are you offering them the, the closest one, or uh, what about encryption? Or I mean, all, all those network issues that we used to have in networking. Guess what? It, they apply there, and the application folks are as little interested as ever in those. So there's absolutely <laughs> a place for network engineers there. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. Um, but I, and I guess I guess then what you're talking about there are are different issues to the ones that you would traditionally have worried about because of the way applications are deployed, but um, equally as important, I suppose. Um, I'm I'm thinking, and you'll know you'll remember this very well, I'm sure. Back in the day when when we had to deploy. Um, VMware into into our data centers and 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 people wanted to be able to have the same VLAN in two locations and oh. be able to route to it and fail it over and all those sorts of good things. As as a network engineer, you looked at that and and you you rolled your eyes and you were like, oh, we've got to jump through hoops again in order to create this this network environment for that purpose. What we're talking about here is completely different to that, right? Because because applications don't work that way anymore. But can you give us a bit more insight into into that? Maybe. Let me start saying uh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, because I just that that eye rolling experience, I I have it every now and then um, with with. Uh, with um, projects where the, the the subnets or the VLANs need to be, or or the customer would like to stretch the VLANs from on-prem to, to to Azure, mostly to to Azure VMware services, uh, Azure VMware solution for to do exactly that. So uh, it, it's kind of a deja vu. But yeah, but I, I think I know where you're going, and and, and you're completely okay. right. Um, yes, and the, the, in my opinion, the main difference is that in in uh, Azure is a multi-tenant uh, 
infrastructure and as a user you don't get uh, the, the the access to that uh, underlying infrastructure you get like some abstraction that the cloud provider um, aws azure gcp oracle they offer to you so you can do whatever that abstraction allows you to do it's not like uh, you can do all of those little things that we used to 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 have to care about on premise yeah. you have to learn about those abstractions and you have to learn to 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 under to, to try to understand them to the best uh, we can and to to live with uh, those fu functionalities and limitations yeah which is a that bit is of a different angle i i find this one really interesting because i know when when people were first looking at, at migrating to cloud the whole idea was oh how do i get these vms and 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 take them and move them from from this on premises data center into cloud infrastructure and just spin it up in the same form that it was on on prem and you could see then the problems we were just trying to recreate the same problems as elsewhere and of course the, the cost of doing that was almost prohibitive because of the way that you're yeah. trying to just just re recreate your 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 data center in the cloud would mean that you were running VMs all the time that you were building much bigger machines than you would necessarily want to be running with your applications and so on and so forth and and so it's almost like you're you're just moving the problem you, you you're addressing that that thing you talked about right at the beginning of of um, not having to manage your own infrastructure and 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 turning everything into opex rather than, than capex fantastic but what you're not doing is is maximizing the uh, the, the advantages by by re re-engineering the application so they behave as a as a as a as a proper cloudy citizen i guess which which uh, you know what i do see um I'm, no you, you're nodding so i'll i'll let you just uh fill up the, the gaps in there that i've, uh, that I've left <laughs> no i was going to say that, that that that's exactly right uh like um i see some customers that kind of embrace the, the club mostly because they are doing some cloudy things already on-prem or, and others that by just replicating what they are doing, that not only they are moving the problem, they are creating new ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, take, for example, uh, um, uh, somebody that is using, is, is, is centralizing all firewall or all network segmentation in a central device on, on premises. That central device on premises might be a huge appliance, appliance not like pizza box, but appliance like fridge. Yeah. Um, and you have like terab terabits of capacity there. Now you move that to cloud, and your fridge-sized appliance becomes a virtual machine. Yeah. So that that's that's going to in smoke. in <laughs> in one place, and you're having to to funnel all your traffic through it from from the cloud. So you're losing all of the that that, that distributed uh, capability that you've got by by using the cloud, i.e., spinning stuff up across regions or across data centers or whatever. You, you've kind of lost a lot of that because of the, the, the that sort of traditional thinking of of traffic flows and so on, right? Exactly. So we should be doing things differently, is what we're saying here, ultimately, right? As so, um, far as they make sense, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Understood. So, what what kinds of things? I mean, that's a really good example, I think, of the idea of of um, of the of of managing those traffic flows. Um, how do you get around those kinds of problems? What do you do instead? What what what's the cloudy way of doing things? Yeah, that's 
that's a good question. Probably the, the, the answer would be it depends, right? Uh, on which right. problem we are we are trying to tackle. That's, but let's let's stay me, with that. Forgive one. me. I say that's a CCDE answer to to anything if ever I heard one, right? You got me. You got <laughs> so, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I I could move on with the CCDE answers like let's separate complexity <laughs> yeah. for complexity, right? Uh, Absolutely. And um, yeah, like um, I mean, like in anything with anything, right? You need to to use the the, the strengths of the platform and try to avoid the weaknesses. Um, the weaknesses of of um, any any public cloud is the the lack of of scalability of any single given uh, appliance, right? Where you need, you don't want to scale up, you want to scale out. Yeah. Uh, what's the strength? The strength is the the certain functions that can be done um, at uh, in 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 the actual platform it's itself at no cost or or penalty uh, or performance penalty. In in this particular example of traffic segmentation, um, what we call network security groups in Azure or the the knuckles and the the energies as well in in AWS, cost nothing and yeah. um and uh, they can do layer 4 filtering at at uh, line rate let's say the problem is uh, the management of those things can be very different uh, as compared to the management of a traditional firewall sure so so this is so this is basically a capability a firewalling capability that's distributed effectively out to right down to the to the to the host i guess or to the to the sorry use the word host Forget that. The word I, I would, I would right, use the word is, is, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking right at the very edge. Rather than funneling all the traffic in, you've got a, effectively a. You create a central policy, and you can you can have that policy de deployed right to to where the workload lives, um, at the edge of the of the network. Is that fair? That's right. Uh, it, it's as if I told you, Darren. If I told you like um, ten years ago, uh, I want you to stop doing ACLs on your routers, and I want to to do ACL on every single switch port. You tell me you are crazy, man. I mean, <laughs> yes. there's no way I'm going to be able to manage that, right? However, in, right. in 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 cloud, there are some alternatives to alleviate that that management. And and this is where, yeah, I suppose the idea of of grouping, you, you create groups and you have policies that you apply to groups and and do all that through through the API. So you're you're manage or or through the cons whichever console capability you're using, yeah. um, you're able to 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 centrally manage it that way. Like it. I mean that that saves well it saves it saves that problem doesn't it of having to 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 manage the traffic flow to to funnel it into a central point um, and the problem becomes a different one right which is the right. management of those constructs sure sure and and I guess there's always as well times when you will want to to do that I mean that's that's the other thing right and this is what you were saying before about it depends yeah 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 exactly like for example more advanced functionality like web application firewalling um, if you cannot do that in the fabric, then you have to, to do that on, on a network virtual appliance. That's the term we, we use. Uh, and then if you do that in a network virtual appliance, then you'd better use a scale-out model, not a, a, like a large VM, because uh, no matter how large your VM is at a certain point in time, especially for CPU-intensive operations, you're going to run out of steam, right? Sure. So, so if, you're, if you're taking that kind of view, I guess, again, you need to, to have a really good understanding of your application flows to be able to be sure that you're, you're pushing things in the right direction, that you've got those, those capabilities where you need them. I'm thinking now uh, load balancing becomes more interesting, um, DNS and those sorts of things where you're, you're really fully appreciating that the behavior of the app um, 
as well as all of the constructs that sit underneath the app in order to deliver it. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah. And and yeah, exactly. There are another another perspective is that the cloud offers you a lot of multiple form factors where that app might live. And depending on where the app lives, your job as a network engineer might be different. If your app lives on a managed uh, service like um, our web uh, web apps or AWS Beanstalks, um, then your networking job is going to be very different as if the app lives on a Kubernetes cluster or on a, a plain old virtual machine. Right. Right. So that that's introduces a, as well another dimension uh, to the to the role of the network uh, cloud network engineer. I was just going to say, so you've you've introduced here then then containers and Kubernetes into into the loop. We've got some new technologies to learn as well, by the sounds of things. At least that that's that's been one of my learning um, uh, learning lessons uh, or, or lessons learned in in, in Azure. Um, I used to be a data center network engineer. I used to know my my uh, Nexus switches like the palm of my hand. Um, I used to know my uh, EVPN, BGP protocols, but that, that was it. And, and when I came here and I started looking at that, I, I had to go out of that small world, right, and learn other network te technologies. And that might be only my, my situation back then, sure. but I didn't know a lot about DNS. I didn't know a lot about um, other technologies uh, like identity. And, and guess what? Uh, I, I found myself as a, as a cloud network engineer, engineer having to do that as well because of right. those multiple form factors that the application can take up. And, and I guess as well, and, and um, I'm just looking at the, some of the com comments in here. Yeah, and, um, yeah and those are interesting. Just, just, yeah, I mean, th th there's a couple of things, I suppose. One is is talking about um, how, and thank you for this, Habibullah, um, the, the idea of, of how we go from a traditional uh, environment and, and um, how we we migrate to the new so so there's this this is kind of what you partly what you're alluding to there i suppose is that the idea of you've got these traditional ideas you need to think about that migration but you also need to be able to accommodate both yeah so i suppose there's an aspect of that um and and the other thing is is of course you're never only going to have one cloud are you there's always that thing of of um if you've got multiple clouds how you manage and handle the differences between the two and the commonalities, but different approaches potentially. Yep. So um, you must be having those conversations all the time. I'm guessing. I say. Yeah. So let let me let me tackle the second question first about multi cloud. Okay. Yes, sounds um, good. I, I see multi cloud mostly in larger customers. Why? Frankly, I've been five years doing Azure, and I still don't know uh, everything as much as I would like to. Right. So one single cloud is is enough for me, and I'm like one hundred percent on it. So you you kind of need a large team if you want to be specialized in in multiple clouds or outsource to somebody who does. Right. So I, I see this mostly in, in larger customers. Uh, now to, to your first point about um, uh, connectivity to on-prem, and uh, as well that's going into, into Habibullah's question, like uh, the, the way I see most people en uh, coming in is uh, by not by necessarily by migrating stuff, by deploying new applications uh, in the cloud. So typically a connection back to on-premises is required and you are not replacing anything. You're just adding stuff to the cloud that needs to go back uh, to, right. to your, your data so center. It's, so it's just like an additional network, really. In if you sense. will, yeah. It's similar to a, a new branch or, or something. Yeah. And, and, and potentially that customer might decide to migrate stuff down the line or maybe not. 
or maybe at the second the, the next app to a different cloud but at that point is is a, a bit closer to a one engineer rather than to 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 being in into that uh, segmentation or 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 uh, management what we we talked about earlier yeah understood i i i always think um and and this comes from from again my cc the days i suppose of when when you were architecting uh, a large network it was never really a single network it was always a network of networks and trying to appreciate how individual parts of that network interacted with the others and and you were able to get that overarching view and i think this is no feels no different really to to some extent because you're just creating more islands of networking that you're that you're bringing back in um, with all the rest but but we've got a whole load more options here and of course the behavior of that new island is very different to to be yeah. perhaps the, the what you're used to dealing with so i couldn't agree more uh, like that that thinking in tiers that yeah. um, network engineers have so ingrained in our brains right that that's <laughs> True very enough. very valuable here in in uh, no matter whether you're on premises or in cloud that doesn't change yeah it's, and there's some interesting um capabilities and i don't know you, how much exposure you've had to things like to, to the aviatrixes of this world to alkira and people like this who are now building yeah. these these multi-cloud overlays or orchestration pieces where they're able to 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 bring together um these environments again with on-prem or with sd-wan um in order to deliver that that continuous connectivity um that's this always makes me smile because people say oh well it makes things simpler okay what it does is makes it perhaps simpler to create that, that capability or to operate it but under the hood you've just introduced another tier right of of the the complexity there so i mean do you have much ex sort of much to say about those and, and much exposure to those types of solutions yeah i have um uh, well i'm not an expert on on any of those right i have had certain exposure uh it, it, it's a rfc 1925 right uh, with that um para you can always add another layer of, of abstraction yeah, problem um so yeah i mean I, th I think there is a valid place for for these solutions if that additional abstraction you're introducing actually um, um, allows for for example in the case of aviatrix having a single networking pane for the multi cloud perspective uh why not um zscaler is another company that has a of very course. interesting approach to, to this problem and they came out with a solution last december on on um, cloud workload segmentation uh agent based so that's closer to the kubernetes world and service yeah, mesh yeah. than so you are doing your networking inside of the workload on the virtual machine right and so um, you don't care about the networking in between right in theory, I haven't I haven't looked at that one closely because it's so new. But that's the sounds of it, right? As you said, um, I I do think there's place for for these solutions depending on your culture as organization. If you want, mm -hmm. if you are so application centric that you want, don't want to know anything about networking, and we come back to our discussion earlier on how those application folks, um, maybe yeah. one of these solutions will help. But at the end of of the day as you say there's a network below yeah right yeah uh, i i think i think this is what it i mean i i'm biased and i'm, I'm sure you are a little we, we all are but we come we come <laughs> coming from that networking background you cannot help but say well look ultimately um you need to understand or appreciate 
what the network is trying to do underneath in order to ensure that you are going to get the service delivered you expect. Um, and so, and, and I mean, I remember seeing this somewhere actually um, in, a, in a report um, last year where they talked about the fact that if you've got a disconnect between your networking folk and your application folk, if they don't have the same understanding of, of the, the connectivity, if the, the networking people don't, don't know how the cloud's built and vice versa, you're gonna you're gonna put your your cloud delivery at risk because ultimately, how can you know that failover is going to work, or how can you know that that um, that you'll get the the, the quality of of um, network connectivity service that you need in order to be sure that your your application stays available? Um, I guess it's about working together more. Is that fair? I think I think it is. I think it is Darren. Like uh, I don't I don't think uh, a project without any network expert expertise has uh, a lot of chances of becoming successful. I'm not saying that application folks know anything about networking, but uh, we as network engineers, I think it's it's up to us to step up right to the challenge and and make sure that we are in those um, in those projects because yeah they need us frankly. So how do we do that, Jose? I mean, you've you've clearly done that because you've gone gone and 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 you know progressed to a really high level in networking, and now you're you've, you're kind of making that transition. Um, I'd I'd say made, but from what you're saying, you still think you've got plenty to learn. So always, what's that? <laughs> Again, um, CCIE mindset there, right? But but that's that's there's always new things to learn. Um, so, but but how would you go about it? What's the what's the best approach? Do you think? Yeah. So uh, what I would recommend folks out, out there is just pick uh, a cloud of, of your choice, uh, potentially the one that your organization is working with, uh, if there is one. If not, uh, you can open free accounts with, with any of the big ones and start playing around. Um, th there are a couple of, of um, adjacent skills that are going to help you. Uh, getting there because it's not only, as we were mentioning early, earlier, it's not only about learning how to create a, a VNet or a VPC in, in, in that specific cloud. It's about knowing how to automate that. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you should be looking as well at things uh, like Terraform. If if um, you, you don't know what they are, um, you, you should be Googling that right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, potentially then, uh, depending on, on, on the technologies you have on your organization, things like, like um, uh, Kubernetes. But my, like, like cutting it short, my recommendation would be just start doing it. Sure. I, th I, th I can't disagree with you. I mean, for, from, I mean <laughs> from my very limited um, exposure, I mean, I, I am way far back on, on that journey. My previous role, before this, I was working for um, a. Um, they would kill me if I called them a VAR, but uh, but a, um, a a partner, a technology partner to, to a lot of the main cloud providers, and it was evident then that this is super important to try and understand these things. So I did the the cloud practitioner exams, I did the fundamentals exams to to just get that grasp because that's the starting point, isn't it? It's understanding what what those services are and why they're different, but then looking at all of that network automation stuff that we're, we're always being told as network engineers we need to do now, now, now. Just broaden the view a little and look at, yes, Python, fantastic to learn to, to, to operate APIs, but there are other things as well. And it's definitely worth broadening that net a little, I think. 
Yeah, I, I agree. If, if somebody asks me what's the framework, automation framework I should learn, yeah, probably Terraform would be my, my first answer. And uh, infrastructure, so CICD pipelines would be my second sure. one, which are yeah. closely related to each other. No, absolutely. I think that, that yeah, that, that sounds sounds like a very, very sensible advice. I've already made a note on the Terraform thing. So uh, <laughs> um, what we might do actually is if you've got any resources that, that uh, people might, might be interested in um, for that, or I know I've got a couple of things that I've been following up on, we could pop those in the notes afterwards and uh, uh, see if you can follow up on that. That'd be great. I've just we're already 34 minutes in, I'd say, which is which is fantastic because th that means that this conversation's just been flowing. Um, we don't have any more comments or questions, but if anyone else does want to put anything in there, that'd be great. Um, I'm just wondering if any any other pearls of wisdom, really, any any other thoughts? I mean, th these are these are great because getting that understanding, um, working out you know the automation piece is going to be super important. Um, so, so obviously building on that would be great. Um, I, any other thoughts that, that, that of things that people can, can sort of read around or, or try and understand a bit more, or is it just really a case of getting cracking? Um, yeah, but potentially, um, one last thought, uh, I would like to, to leave people with is, is how, how different, at least in my, in my opinion, this is from, um, other, networking technologies that we've seen in the past. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, Darren, like, mm -hmm. like um, NSX or, or um, OpenStack, Neutron or Kubernetes itself. We were talking about that where as networking folks, we see, a, we see ourselves a bit like uh, being left out of the party because yeah, that's a yeah. platform created for, for some, somebody else, right? Um, and then they do networking, but it's like uh, we are not supposed to go into the OpenStack console and, and configure stuff. I'm, I'm oversimplifying here. No, no, However, in, in, in cloud, um, there's not such a thing, right? Cloud is, is built from the ground up to, to let uh, database administrators have the little corner and to let uh, network administrators have the little corner. So everybody's welcome, right? Yeah. And this is everybody's uh, party and everybody has the same is 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 coming new to this, so don't feel uh, that you are um, uh, worse and a worse position than 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 anybody else. It's like everybody's starting with this, uh, so just as you said, uh, um, uh, get started with it, and 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 the the sooner you you start, the the more uh, familiar it will uh, be at the end of the day. Yeah, um, from from my perspective, can only say the same that that um, as you've already said. Projects are more successful when everyone has visibility and understanding of, of what's going on, that you've got um, a, a mixture of folks involved in, in these projects so that you've got the, the that multidisciplinary understanding and everything. So um, it's a case of just mucking in, I suppose, it's as part of the, 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 the delivery team, whatever that team looks like, and and uh, and to get on and, and uh, just make make the most of, of everyone's understanding as we're all learning together. Exactly. You you awesome. you you will reuse your BGP skills in the cloud. <laughs> Be sure about oh, yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, definitely. Um, I think I'm going to um, wind it down there, if that's okay. I say, listen, I really appreciate you uh, spending your time uh, talking to us today. It's been really really interesting, and uh, I think it might be a a conversation we'll have to have a part two on at some point to uh, to take it to the next level. But uh, anytime you yeah, want, Darren, it's been a pleasure. Fantastic. Thank you for for joining us. Um. 
folks, um, if you've got any other questions, you know where we are. Uh, feel free to to uh, contact myself or um, Jose. Where can people get hold of you if they want to to follow up? Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place. So just um, drop me a message, and uh, yeah, happy to happy to uh, to work to work with you guys. And your your blog, um, where oh, yeah. is that? Oh, thanks for you see yeah, you're you're you thinking see, you in see. digital marketing. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, if you want to 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 learn uh, what I'm what I'm what I do in my free time, uh, blog dot uh, net. I can help being a, a Star Wars a Star Wars uh, fanboy in my free awesome. time. Top job. Uh, so yeah, that, 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 there are some uh, some information that come up uh, often, and so that I don't forget myself. I'm I'm growing old. I tend to try <laughs> to write that down. It's a really good idea. I I must admit I um I've read a few of the articles on there over over recent weeks and uh, they're great. They're they're really really good. From a it's that thing of have being able to describe capabilities from a networking perspective really helped me understand things. So uh, yeah, um we'll so what we'll do is we'll, we'll we'll pull some we'll pull some stuff together and we'll pop them in the notes. We'll make sure that your uh, yeah that uh, the cloud trooper. Uh, appears there as well and uh, we talked about some pot potentially terraform uh, resources or whatever uh sonoban just send your note there as well so we'll we'll make sure that that uh, that goes into those as well thank you very much for your time appreciated and uh, thank you for all of those people who uh, have joined us and, and watched and listened um there will be a recording um that will go onto um uh, onto linkedin live so if if you know anyone who, who would be interested in in seeing this uh, this conversation later and we'll be um putting a recording onto spotify as well if anyone's interested in that as well so uh, uh, an absolute pleasure thanks as ever jose we'll talk more um, thanks darren for care. having me thanks cheers have a great day bye bye, -bye.